Hello, hello. I'm Julia, and this is the Dream Your Life podcast. This podcast is your guide to intentionally creating the life of your dreams. We talk purpose and passion and love and work and money and family and attaining abundance across all of these things. I'm here because I know from my own experiences that with the right mindset, all of us can live our dream life. So join me and start dreaming your life today. Hello, hello, fellow dreamer, and welcome or welcome back to the Dream Your Life podcast. This is your host, Julia, and I just want to start by saying thank you. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful to be able to share this next hour with you. It means so much to me, and I hope that you find value in what we're going to talk about today. If you've heard the last couple of episodes, my intention for 2023 was to really help you on your manifesting journey, on creating a life that feels good and aligned and dreamy and all the things. And I think something that a lot of us struggle with is when the thing that we're trying to manifest or the the desire that we have, when it doesn't happen, when we don't manifest it, even when we do all the things we think we're supposed to do, even when we're so confident, even when we believe in ourselves. So today I'm going to share a story that I think highlights and exemplifies the whole idea that just like things happen to help you manifest your best, truest, most aligned dream life, things also don't happen to get you to that dream. The story I want to share today, I've never shared publicly. It's a personal and relatively recent story about a time that I almost lost faith in this whole idea of manifesting because the thing that I desired, the thing that I wanted so much, the thing that I did all the things you're supposed to do, all the manifestation things, it didn't happen. I did not manifest my dream and my desire. And So I want to share this story, but before I do, I do have one announcement that I want to make sure I make today. I have it highlighted right here in front of me on a post-it note. Don't forget to talk about Dream Your Biz because Dream Your Biz, which is my 12-week group program, is launching very soon, as in in the next week. We have two spots left. We get started on February 1st. I created Dream Your Biz for the woman who is ready to build a business and a career that is full of impact, passion, and purpose for the woman who is ready to become a coach. But I also built Dream Your Biz for a past version of myself, the one who was just done with my corporate career and was yearning to show the world a new and better side of herself. This program, as I mentioned, is 12 weeks long. It's going to be you and me and an intimate group of like-minded women going through every single step that I took to build and scale my coaching business. We truly cover it all so that by the end of the 12 weeks, you not only have the confidence and skill set to become a coach, but you have a website, a fully baked offer, a marketing strategy, a plan, and you learn my best tools and techniques to manifest clients and money. 
We have two spots left as of recording today, and it's Thursday, January 19th. This podcast is not going to get to you until tomorrow. So at that point, I'm not sure if the spots will be open, but you can throw your name on the wait list. And if there is still an open spot by the time you do so, I will reach out to you personally that I promise you. And if not, you've got your name on the top of the list for the next time we launch, which will likely be around April. Head over to the show notes. You'll see the links to either enroll, set up a time to chat with me about the program or add your name to the list. And um, if this is calling for you, I highly recommend you do it. And I can't wait to hear from you. Okay, so on to the story I'm excited to share with you guys today. And before I do, actually, I want to give you some backstory as to why I'm even sharing this story with you in the first place. So this week has been a bit of a hectic week for me, but hectic in the really good way. So there's a, there's a quote I wrote down right here, and I'm going to get to explaining it in a second, but the quote is this, abundance is the overwhelm we ask for. Abundance is the overwhelm we ask for. So anyway, yesterday, Wednesday, I went for a swim in the morning, which by the way, I wish I did more often because I do some of my best reflecting in the water. I mean, I I love running too, but I always run with my phone because I like the option of listening to music or a podcast and being able to take a photo if I'm inspired. Also without my phone, I hate to even admit it, but Um, I just get worried that someone's going to text me or call me and it's going to be urgent. And so anyway, I always have my phone, but obviously when I swim, I don't have my phone. And so there's something really meditative about the swimming experience for me. Anyway, I started my swim yesterday and you know what? I'm just going to share my whole train of thoughts. So just (laughs) bear with me here. So first I started thinking about all the things I have to do this week. I was, I am mid-launch for Dream Your Biz. I had just started a new mastermind group and I was working on some strategies to scale my email list and build my funnel. Um, I had to plan out the food for my husband's birthday party, which was last night. It was great, by the way. Um, And then also start rehearsing for a bunch of speaking engagements that I had the following week, which is next week in Hawaii. And it all started to feel really overwhelming and I could feel it in my chest. I don't like that feeling. And here's what I've come to practice and I actually highly recommend that you do it too. I am hyper aware of how I feel. This is one of those practices that will change your life, but it it doesn't happen overnight. It's gradual. And here's what you do or what what I do. The second I start to feel icky or uncomfortable or even sad or triggered or angry or stressed, or in this case, overwhelmed, or honestly, it's just experiencing any kind of negative emotion that just doesn't feel good in my mind and body, I bring my attention to it and I question it and I get clear on why I'm feeling this way. If it's something deeper that I need to work through or work on, I address it, I make note of it, and then I remember to come back to it through journaling or with my own coach or um, another practice. But 
if it's a thought or a feeling that I can shift out of, and I'm aware of what those thoughts and feelings are normally, typically, um, I consciously work to do that, even if I'm swimming or in the middle of something. So on Wednesday, I noticed my thoughts were swirling with these to-dos, and I felt this discomforting feeling of overwhelm. And as I kept swimming, I noticed it. And I decided to shift my thoughts to something that felt a whole lot better. So back to the quote, this is one of my friends and fellow coaches once told me, overwhelm is the abundance we asked for. And in my case yesterday, this could not have been more spot on. All of those things that were, you know, quote unquote, overwhelming me, they were all things I wanted. They were all things that I asked for, things that I consciously manifested. And I felt so grateful for the overwhelm in that moment that that icky feeling started to subside. And it was just started to become replaced with a much lighter feeling of appreciation and comfort. So you can do this too. When you become hyper aware of your moment to moment feelings, and if they aren't deeper issues that you really need to work on or work through, reach for a better feeling thought, as Abraham Hicks would say. And then from there, reach for an even better feeling thought. Okay. So sorry, I digress a little bit, a little bit there, but I want to get back to the swimming story and, and just kind of how I got to where I am right now and what I want to share with you. So I'm continuing to swim and now I'm feeling grateful for the overwhelm. And then I started thinking about manifestation and truly how I manifested those things into my life. Like, And I started to think, okay, what did I do? How did I get here to this place where I'm swimming at 10 in the morning on a Wednesday at our beautiful beach club that I never in a million years thought we could afford at this age a couple of years ago. And I just started thinking about the way things happen. And then that led me to thinking about the way things don't happen. In the world of manifestation, we tend to be so focused on the things that do happen right? The beautiful serendipities, the opportunities that are presented to us, the unexpected gifts, the achievements, the wins, the triumphs. But the things we don't manifest, we see as letdowns, as failures. When in reality, those things are just as key to helping us reach our dreams. I listened to a podcast the other day and it really inspired the idea for this episode. And now I cannot for the life of me remember where I heard it, but it was an interview with someone, <laughs> I don't remember his name either, um, but he was talking about the theory that the universe is benevolent. He's um, he's some uh, professor, I think, at Harvard and taught at a bunch of different schools. Anyway, It's this theory that the universe is benevolent, that the universe is always on your side. And if you perceive your life in this way, you'll prove this to be the case. It becomes this whole self-fulfilling prophecy. When you believe what you believe to be true will become true. 
And I'm realizing as I'm saying this out loud that this in and of itself is manifestation. You get what you expect. So if you believe that things are always working out for you and you believe that the universe is benevolent and on your side, your life will always work out for the best. And that means that the things you don't manifest along the way are all leading you to your highest, most aligned self or to your dream life. As I was swimming, I had this aha moment and I just kept thinking about this and thinking about all of the things in my life that didn't work out. One thing in particular popped into my head because it was something that I wanted so badly just a couple of years ago. And had it manifested for me, I'm pretty sure I wouldn't be where I am today. So here goes the story. It was, it was at the end of 2018, while I was on maternity leave with my second, Bowen, the, an old colleague of mine from Google actually reached out to me and she had moved over to Airbnb and had moved up pretty quickly in the ranks. And she was looking for someone to help her build out and then lead the Airbnb experiences host team. I can't remember the exact name of the team, but the team would be tasked with growing and vetting the Airbnb experiences hosts across the globe. And she thought I would be a great person to lead this team. It was seriously, well, back then, my dream job. Not only do I love Airbnb and love travel experiences, but I had already done several Airbnb experiences myself. If you don't know what they are, by the way, it's a part of the Airbnb platform that allows locals in any given city to host experiences like tours or different events. Um, so for example, here in LA, you could sign up to be a host if you loved hiking and the experience could be you hiking with a small group of tourists, showing them maybe like an offbeat trail. And then you could give them a list of the best hidden ramen spots, um, that most people don't know about. So I've done walking tours in Europe. I've done cooking classes, made jewelry. You could even as a host, um, host a small dinner in your home. So by the way, I'm just totally getting off track here. But when I heard about this opportunity, I was like, this is it. I don't want to do ads anymore. I don't want to be in mobile apps. I, I think that this could combine my experience in business development and sales and tech. Um, but you know, with something that I'm actually passionate about, which is travel. And I, I love and believe in the company and their mission. I love the idea of democratizing the travel industry. And also I was so excited to, at the thought of building a team that could be at the forefront of this platform's growth. So I prepped like crazy and mind you, I had what, uh, four month old or yeah, four month old. Um, and I was on maternity leave, but I, I prepped like crazy. I did so much research. I was so excited. I was so inspired. And, um, my first few interviews, I feel like I pretty much nailed it. Um, and then for the final interview, that's when I really had to prep for, I had to build a whole presentation. I flew up to the Airbnb headquarters to do this full day of presentations. Um, and I actually... The deck that I had to create, uh, it had to have like revenue projections and like how I would create a, a vetting system at scale. It was pretty intense, but 
I was so excited by it and so ready. And also I knew all at this point, I mean, I was like, um, I felt like a manifesting expert. And so I was so in tune with my energy and um, I did all of my manifesting techniques. So I visualized every single day, put myself on the Airbnb campus. I would think about, um, you know, what it would be like to lead the team, who I would want to bring on. I decided what my email address would be, um, which is a great tip, by the way. Um, I, I think it was like, oh, it will be Julia M at Airbnb.com. And I wrote it over and over. I imagined what my badge would look like. I stayed high vibe and hopeful. I focused and prepared. I did all the things. Okay, so also not sure how relevant this next part of the story is, but I have to just share this quick side story. Um, So on the day that I flew into San Francisco for a full day of final interviews, I got on the earliest flight. I think it was like either 6 a.m. or um, even earlier. And I realized the moment that I arrived to SFO and I opened my bag to go to the the bathroom to pump, I realized I forgot a part of my breast pump. And at that point, I was pumping still five times a day. So for anyone who knows what this is like, there was no way I was going to make it another two hours, let alone eight hours without pumping. But I had to get to my interviews, which I think must have started at like nine in the morning. So I jumped in Uber, raced to the headquarters and um, got all registered, checked in and had to ask the front desk person if there was a way to get a pump delivered or if I had time to rush to a local CVS or something. And I think she ended up email, well, she did end up emailing the mom's distribution list, email list, Airbnb, which by the way, just did not feel like a good look on my first day. I mean, on my interview day. Um, and no one had a part for me to borrow. And this front desk person was very lovely, but clearly did not realize the state of this emergency. So you know what I did? I went to the bathroom and I milked myself into the toilet. (laughs) I actually, I don't even know why I'm sharing this out loud on a podcast, but I've gotten vulnerable here before, so I'll just do it again. Um, And now it's out there. And again, I don't know how relevant this is to the story, but this is what I can tell you, is that going into that first interview, I was not as calm and collected as I wanted to be. I was pretty stressed and anxious and nervous and Deep down, I was mad at myself for forgetting the piece, but also mad at the universe for the way that this day was going, this day that I had planned and visualized so perfectly in my head. And I ended up, um, after that, a couple hours later, I did get a pump. Um, it was a, some mom had brought hers to the front desk for me to use. Bless her heart. I still don't know who this person is. So the rest of the day was fine. Um, and the interviews went pretty well in my opinion, but probably not as well as I had hoped. I just like my energy was just rattled from what had happened, but I stayed hopeful and I continued with my manifestation practices and doing all the things, believing that I was getting that job. And about a week later, I got a call from the HR team, that call that I had been anticipating at this point for well over a month. And I didn't get it. 
they gave the role to someone else. And I was so crushed. I was crushed because I wanted it so badly. And it just felt like it was the perfect job for me. It was so aligned in every way. I could not at that time think of anything that else that I would have wanted to do more. But I was also crushed because it made me doubt my own power. Up until that point, I really truly believed that I could manifest anything. I was like on this manifestation high. I had the formula down pat. I had this one in the bag. And so I kept thinking, why? Why didn't I get this? And I mulled over it for weeks, maybe even months. I was qualified. I was prepared. And I believed it was mine. I should have gotten it. What was the reason? Was I losing my manifesting powers? And then, you know, I just started to doubt whether it all worked. But now I realize why it happened that way. I always have had vision boards and the vision of my life was always clear to me. I wanted a life where I was making an impact. I wanted a life where I had flexibility to be with my family and create my own schedule. I wanted a life of abundance and adventure and fun. I wanted a life where I could connect with people all around the world I wanted a life where it felt aligned and like where I could leave a legacy that felt like my own. When I got back to Twitter after maternity leave, I was given this opportunity to create what was kind of like this little interview show for my department's YouTube channel. And I started interviewing mobile app developers around the world about their monetization strategy and about um, their growth strategies. And I had a whole film crew and budget to create the content and find the guests, do the marketing, everything. And I just loved it. I, lo- I felt alive doing this. It was, it was exciting. I loved interviewing. I loved prepping for the interviews. I loved creating the content. Um, all of it. I really, I mean, aside from the actual <laughs> content itself, which is, you know, mobile advertising, everything was right. And, and then at one point, the marketing team and I met to discuss turning it into a podcast, So, which got me so excited. And I created an entire podcast plan and strategy. I had the first 10 episodes outlined, the titles, it all mapped out, and then COVID hit. And of course, my little interview show came to a halt, but we also put a pin in the podcast idea. But that podcast idea sparked something in me. I couldn't shake it. So I bought my own equipment and started thinking about what kind of podcast I'd want to start. Very long story short, at the end of 2020, I started... I enrolled in a course and started this podcast, which led me to what I'm doing now, living that dream vision from my vision board, my most aligned, authentic life, flexibility, connection, impact. I feel that and I know that. So as I was swimming on Wednesday, I thought about all this and, and thought about the Airbnb situation and 
what would have happened had I gotten that job? Here's what I think and I feel and I believe deeply. The universe knows the fastest way to get to your ultimate goal. Maybe there's a possibility I could be here and had I gotten that job, right? I'm not denying that. But the way it ended up happening was most likely the best way, the most efficient way, the most natural way. And the universe was in on it. I truly believe that. That is a big reason why it didn't happen. I'll quote Steve Jobs again. This is a quote I've shared here before, but I love it. He said, you can't connect the dots looking forward. You can only connect them looking back. So now over to you. That thing that didn't manifest, how can you allow yourself to believe that there's a greater reason? The timing wasn't right. He wasn't the right guy. It needs to happen this way. Something better is coming. Your big dream, that vision of the life and career you love, hold on to that. Attach to it. Don't control the hows. Don't worry about the quote-unquote setbacks. Don't give up on the idea of manifestation or dismiss the power of your mind because you don't see the whole picture right now. Trust that you will. Everything is leading you to your ultimate purpose to that dreamy life. Trust that the universe is benevolent. Trust that you're being guided. If you hold on to that, and if you believe in it, I promise you, you will end up proving yourself right. All right, you guys, I think that is all that I needed to share for today. You know, it's interesting. Usually I'm very much more strategic and I have a plan in place for episodes and I have a whole running list of topics. But this one is one that came to me yesterday and it just felt like one that I needed to share now. So I truly hope that it served you. I hope that you can leave and take something from this. And maybe there's someone in your life that could also benefit. Share it with them or Take a screenshot and throw it on your Instagram stories and tag me. I would love to know if this is helpful. And either way, I'd love to connect with you. So shoot me a DM at Dream Your Life Now. I really, truly love to hear from people who are finding value on the podcast and just chat with you, learn from you, know where you are, where you live, what you're doing. So send me a DM. And in the meantime, I am sending you so much love and light, and I will talk to you next week.